Hold the Line with Mike Solon is sponsored by Heart to Heart Medical Supply. Heart to Heart is an American company offering FDA-registered respirator masks at wholesale prices. Heart to Heart offers free same-day shipping, and by using the promo code COVIDSAFE at checkout, you can save 10% off your entire order. Visit hearttoheart.com. That's H-A-R-T, the number two, H-A-R-T dot com. Hearttoheart.com. Chaz 2.0, to sweep or not to sweep? That is the question. The line's been drawn here. This far, no farther. This is where we hold them. This is where we fight. We will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish. Not a fight. Hold the Hey, welcome back to Hold the Line with Mike Solon, episode three. As we delve into the latest and greatest in terms of Antifa, black bloc, unreasonable activism, and the community asking for the police to intervene in the Cal Anderson Park situation. So what is that current situation? Well, currently what's happening is Antifa, black bloc, and whatever type of activist you want to name, is occupying Cal Anderson Park. Cal Anderson Park is about a block away from the East Precinct. And if you remember in the summer, sadly the East Precinct was surrendered to the mob of activists. And that birthed the failed experiment of the CHOP slash CHAZ situation where we had, unfortunately, people lose their lives because the police weren't able to police that area because it was being occupied by armed guards who claimed that they were the new version of security and they had their own utopia. Obviously, their experiment of that utopia failed and we were able to reclaim that area because we had community support where they were begging officers to come in so their quality of life could be restored. Sadly, Black Bloc Antifa are trying to re-envision Reimagine, reimagine Chaz 2.0 in its current form. And they're trying to replicate it from what's occurring in Portland right, how, right now with a Red House Autonomous Zone. And we'll get into that in just a minute. So, just some context this is the inside stuff I want you to have, uh, I guess, an inside lane to because it's pertinent information that'll give you some clarity and some context to what's going on in the current situation at Cal Anderson. So, uh, this past Monday, Seattle Police Department uh, officials met with Seattle Parks and Recreation civilians to brief about the current situation going on at Cal Anderson because the mayor was asking the Seattle Police Department, and mainly the Parks and Recreation Department, to clear the Cal Anderson Public Park. So Parks and Rec officials meet with Seattle Police Department officials and they brief the current situation. And they actually met with individuals who were claiming leadership at Kale Anderson, the occupied Chaz 2.0 zone, the Antifa Black Bloc people, and the city officials, Parks and Rec in particular, as the Seattle Police Department was there, just a security element, were met with significant resistance because the Parks and Rec people were asking the Chaz 2.0 activist Antifa Black Bloc people to leave the area. They were trying to de-escalate the situation. Well, clearly the Antifa Black Bloc 
people said no. And the police had to intervene because it became physical on Monday. From what I understand, that there were some pepper spray incidents and some um, use of force incidents. So we used civilians from the Parks and Rec to go and meet with Antifa Black Block people occupying Cal Anderson Park with the Seattle Police Department in the backdrop for security. Parks and Rec were basically told to leave, that they were not welcome. So we used civilians to go in to try to intervene peacefully, to try to de-escalate, and the unreasonable activists said no. So therefore, the police had to move in because their Parks and Rec people's the safety was compromised, and then we had use of force incidents. So that's to give you some context. Well, right now, we've got 50 to 100 activists, rioters, demonstrators, protesters, Antifa people, black bloc people, occupying Cal Anderson Park, and it's creating an atmosphere in Capitol Hill that it's untenable. We've got community members that are reaching out, asking for police intervention to remove the Antifa black block people so they can go and enjoy their public park. They pay tax, po- tax dollars, and they want to be able to enjoy it without this level of unreasonable activism. And if you haven't been paying attention, these people claim that they're standing up for fascism. But yet, if you look at some media reports, whether it's mainstream media as far as local media is concerned, like the usual uh, media outlets that show up with camera crews and reporters, or you look at just independent journalists. And we saw this in the initial phase of Chaz Chop in the summertime. Well, Chaz 2.0 is mimicking the initial Chaz with people that do not want to have cameras showing what type of activism, what type of criminal activity they're doing. And so yesterday we saw Como reporters um, have rocks thrown at them, projectiles, because they don't want to be filmed. These activists don't want to be filmed. Antifa doesn't want to be filmed. And so for me, isn't that the example of what fascism is? I mean, it's, it goes completely against their false narrative. Well, I guess, no, it doesn't go completely against. It goes in line, the lines of who they try to paint as being fascists, which are false narratives, but they are indeed acting as the fascists themselves. I'm sorry, you're not pushing for social change when you use mob-like behavior with violence and threats of violence to put forth your political agenda. It doesn't work that way. And you will not succeed. But we're highlighting that situation because that's the status on the ground. Now, community has asked police to move in, reclaim the park for the public, the reasonable community in Seattle that wants to enjoy their park. But of course, Antifa and Black Bloc are pushing back and they're erecting barricades, um, garbage, uh, pallets, anything that can get their, na- uh, that, that their hands on something to create a blockade, if you will, their own wall um, to protect their version of Chaz 2.0. So that's obviously uh, problematic. And so why are we doing this? Um, community is asking for help. They're tired of this unreasonable activism swallowing us all. And as we all know, Capitol Hill is very progressive and Seattle is progressive and that's fantastic. And the police officers that police our city, we serve at the will of the community. Well, the will of the community is profoundly saying 
take this park back. They're being tired. They're tired of being held hostage by this activism on a nightly basis of these people just going out to businesses and smashing windows and doors, setting things on fire, just creating this lawlessness atmosphere um, that is completely out the norm, uh, just not normal behavior. So that's what's that's what's occurring. So it's clear that they're trying to create Chaz 2.0, the autonomous zone again. And as we're seeing reports in Portland, the Red House autonomous zone spring up with Antifa, people that are armed, um, occupying that area, um, occupying several blocks in the city of Portland. Seattle is just trying to mimic that because the Red House autonomous zone has all the media attention, clashes with the police. Well, this is occurring here in Seattle again at Chaz 2.0. Hold the Line with Mike Solon is sponsored by StopDefunding.com. The senseless trend of defunding police departments must be stopped. Over 200,000 reasonable citizens have already signed our petition, and we need your help. Visit StopDefunding.com and add your signature to help us protect public safety. Now more than ever, our voices must be heard. Speak up at StopDefunding.com. And so why is Seattle sweeping the park? Or why does the why is the SPD now being asked to sweep the park? Well, because I said it before, the community is asking for that. But more importantly, this is coming from the mayor's office. You know, Mayor Durkin is not running for mayor anymore. And so she can finally govern without the threat of the mob trying to intimidate her, and she can do uh, make decisions without the, I guess, the the aura or the pre- or the pressure of having to run a campaign to get reelected because there's politics in this. Well, clearly the community is leaning on the mayor's office and they want the police department to be able to get into that park and clear it of these activists, these unreasonable activists, so the community can enjoy that park again. And so in the future, the barricades that surround the East Precinct can be taken down and we can have normalcy again. But the people that are preventing normalcy are those Antifa types that are pushing their political agenda through threats and rule of violence. So the police are going to go in there. Whether that happens today or in the future, that remains to be seen. And, of course, I won't give away operational security. I think you can respect that. and That's important that we keep our cops safe and that we don't give up any uh, any idea or give you any inkling of when this operation will commence. And I pray for the safety of the officers who are doing the community's work. The community wants us in there to clear that park, and the mayor is requesting and ordering the department to go in there and, and get it done. Now, people say, well, she's doing this because she's a lame duck mayor. Well, that's a very derogatory term, lame duck, but we all know that anybody that's not seeking re-election, that's basically the accepted term of somebody that's still in office, that their time is dwindling, and they can govern in the manner that's not as politically astute as they would, I guess, walk. Uh, they, you know, Usually when you're running for re-election, you tread lightly, and you don't want to make too many controversial moves because you might not get reelected. Well, right now, she can make the moves that are reasonable and I think are timely, and she's listening to the community. So that's why she's doing it. 
She wants to reclaim that park. Now, to be frank, several of the members that I represent have contacted me, and they're concerned about just the optics of going into this park. They're worried about their safety, and so are their family members. And we've seen some media reports, particularly on social media, of family members being worried about their their health and well-being, and rightly so. But we also have other members that want to go in there and get the job done. So, you know, obviously I have to weigh all those um, issues, get feedback from all sorts of perspectives, and we have to have some kind of uh, narrative, if you will, from Spock. Like, What are we going to do? Are we going to support this movement to reclaim the park, or are we going to... Um, throw caution at it. Well, I think we could do both. I think we have to obviously listen to the community, and the community is calling for us to move in there, which we fully support that. But we also have to be mindful of the safety working condition issues that impact the members that are going to be going in there to do the work. Because clearly what ends up happening is that this becomes an optics battle or an optics war. And war is probably too strong of a word to use here, but I can't think of anything else other than We're battling this PR machine every day. The Twitter mob is very loud. And let's face it, our political elected leaders react to the governance via the Twitter mob. And so that pressure trickles down to the officers who are there to do a job. And that job is to stand up for public safety and enforce the laws that are written on the books hold people accountable, arrest them, and put them in jail. Now, the other side of that is, we'll do your bidding. We'll be ordered by the mayor's office to do this. And, of course, the chief of police has to take that order and then give it to the worker bees on the ground, and they have to adhere to those orders. We follow chain of command orders. So the objective is, here's, well, here's the mission. The mission is to go into this park, remove all barricades, arrest violators of law, the criminal element that's in there that assaults police, that obstructs, that resists, that resists the lawful order lawful order to disperse. And so that's what we do. And of course, you're going to get into use of force incidents because you have people that are violent, that are combative, that want to hurt or kill cops, and they don't want to leave that public that 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 occupied public space, that Chaz 2.0 area. It's theirs. That's what they say. Well, it is not theirs. It's a public space. You can't bar people from going in there. And your bully tactics are the reason why the mayor's had enough, because the community's had enough. So they're using the police department to clear it. So that's our role. That's the mission. And the objective, and hopefully it's successful, is to try to make this happen as peacefully as possible. We don't want to get into use of force incidents, number one, because we could get hurt, but it causes a lot of paperwork. And then sometimes this, the, just the, the optics of loan, uh, alone on that are, are not good because when you use force, it's not pretty. Humans interacting with humans in a physical manner to enforce law never looks good on camera. And so therefore, we're worried about the optics of it because the Twitter mob will use it to push false narratives about the great people that have been ordered to do that type of work, to clear the park, and people that are resisting to that lawful order, you're going to get some issues. And then, of course, you have OPA get involved, and then you have a lot of some types. Sometimes OPA just gets inundated 
we have complaints, whether or not they're justified or not, most of the time not. But, you know, when we make mistakes, we have to adhere to the accountability system and we, we partake in that. We welcome that because we're professionals. We got nothing to hide. So all you got to do is just comply. Get out of the park. Let people enjoy it. What you're doing is not pushing any forth, any, anything for social change. You're just, you're being, you're acting in a bully fashion. and You never get anything done politically when you use violence or threats of violence and you act as bullies. So just do the right thing. Get out of there. That's why we can never bend to the mob. You can't. Because then you won't have quality of life. That's why the community is enraged with these, this type of activism. That's why we're there. So yeah, I'm concerned about the optics. Um, and what's the sustainability plan? We'll get into that in just a second. But if we don't have the support of the city attorney who's on record saying they're not going to enforce or charge these crimes upon people that are arrested with people that are arrested, then we're just going to be doing the same thing over and over again. It's a revolving door. So yeah, if you want, if the mayor's ordering this to happen, we'll follow chain of command orders from the chief, from the mayor, the chief on down and we'll do the work. We'll, we'll arrest those people that need arresting We'll do all the paperwork. We'll participate in your OPA inquiries. We've got nothing to hide because we're consummate professional police officers. But it's incumbent upon the city attorney for misdemeanor crimes to enforce those crimes, to hold people accountable for their actions. And if they don't feel that there's any accountability with those lawbreakers, well, they're going to continue to just occupy Cal Anderson Park for the foreseeable future. And so if you're a community member listening to this, the police will do the work. But the other end of that has to fall on the shoulders of the city attorney's office to charge these people. Hold them accountable for their actions because if they're not going to be held accountable, the same black block and Antifa people are going to be in that park doing the same shenanigans they've been doing for months. That's just the reality. I want to give a shout out to Alex from the Espresso Lieber, great coffee company. They're huge supporters of the community in the city of Seattle, in particular law enforcement and the men and women that do the job of policing. And Alex, thank you for all your support, and you got great coffee. Appreciate you uh, sponsoring this episode. Keep up the good work. If you want to get in touch with Alex, visit theespressolieber.com. Enjoy their coffee, and they get some good swag. Well done, man. So what happens after the sweep? Okay, so we go in there, we encounter resistance, which I'm expecting. Hopefully it doesn't happen, but I'm expecting resistance because these people are publicly claiming that they're going to resist. And so what happens after that? Okay, we'll do this, and then we'll do all the de- charging documents, body cam video footage, all the paperwork, all these hours, the, the amount of money it takes to, 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 to get this operation underway for it to be a success. Once the dust settles, well, squarely, as I mentioned before, you have to have accountability. City Attorney Pete Holmes, sir, you're going to have to charge these people or else we're going to be going down this road day in and day out 
with Chaz 2.0 for the foreseeable future. So then what is the end game then? If you're not going to charge these people and hold them accountable, what's the end game? You need to answer to that. What is the end game to that? We can't continue this path of the community being upset that these individuals are occupying Cal Anderson Park, preventing the reasonable community to go to that park and enjoy that park, that public space. And then when you can't, when you're hindered by the level of activism that we're seeing, which is unreasonable, and you're, you're in fear for your safety, your public safety, then that trickles down to the mayor's office. And the mayor's office gets involved, asks us to intervene, orders us to intervene, we intervene, intervene. And if you're unwilling, sir, to hold these people accountable, well, they're going to be doing this over and over and over again. And if we don't have the support by you, you're basically telling us that you don't support us or you don't support the community that is asking for help. So do your job. It's as simple as that. We'll do ours. You do yours. So the community understand that this is the political, this is the political side of this. City attorney, and for felony charges, King County prosecutor, you need to do your job too. All of this is the full circle. It's not just the police issue. That's the politics, the false narratives that keep hindering our ability to do our jobs, and that's what's making officers flee this city is because we don't have a full circle of buy-in from our elected officials. So prosecutors, do your job as we do ours, please. And so we talk about reimagining policing. Well, we ought to, you know, we, we have to make sure we bring in everybody, parks and rec, social workers. You know, there's only so much you can do to try to convince people to stop what they're doing. And it takes two parties to de-escalate a situation. Obviously, Parks and Rec tried to de-escalate. And then the Seattle Police Department tried to de-escalate. But the other side of that, the other party, didn't want to participate in de-escalation. They have buy-in here. They have about 50% buy-in. They have a say in how this goes. And their say basically said, no, you're going to have to remove us with force. So that's why, that's why it's become a police issue. So we tried to use civilians, tried to use social workers, we tried to use other means to remove these individuals without having to go hands-on and enforce the rule of law. But now the police have to intervene because they've occupied the area significantly, they've fortified it, they've brought in pallets, garbage, debris, beds, you name it that you can think of, and uh, they're trying to hinder any type of clearing of that park. And it's become political. So that's why we're there. Um, having said that, couldn't we use the streets are at this time to maybe broker some peace? Isn't that his role? Andre Taylor, he'll be a future guest, I'm, ho I'm hoping, on our podcast. But can we use the streets are to get in there? I would like to see the streets are intervene. Maybe we can reconnect with the Parks and Rec just to see if we can broker some peace before we have to go in and clear this park. Maybe, maybe the streets are can have some, some moves up his sleeve to create a peaceful outcome. Maybe get some real de-escalation done. 
So, Mr. Taylor, Street Star, if you're out there, you're listening to this, see if you can help out. Contact Parks and Rec, Seattle Police Department, and let's use some Street Czar magic. So we're putting some finishing touches on uh, some upcoming episodes that I think you're going to really enjoy in terms of guests that we've already recorded and we've booked. Um, I'm interested in to hear your comments of who do you think should be on the show. And I need your feedback because I respond to that feedback because it enhances the communication. It, uh, I think, improves the product here. So your comments and your feedback is valuable. And if you want to get in touch with me directly, please contact me at contact at holdthelinewithmikesolan.com. That's contact at holdthelinewithmikesolan.com. And I will get back to you. I'll listen to your feedback as it's valuable and it's warranted. And I really appreciate your participation because for us to get somewhere in our communities across Seattle, our, our state, and across our nation, we got to listen to one another. And I think this platform allows this um, communication to, uh, to come together. Reach out to me at contact at holdthelinewithmikesolan.com. It's been a pleasure having you here. Thank you for joining me. And as I look forward to sharing with you the special guests that I have coming up that uh, are going to connect us in a way that uh, is going to be exciting. Be safe out there. Stand up for your public safety and support the Seattle Police Department and support police officers across our nation. Hold the line with Mike Solon. Take care. (laughs) 